The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome back to Success Happens. Boy, is it great to be with you guys today. I just want you to know, he's telling Frank here, who's in studio with me, I got a great night's sleep last night. And I don't know how many people with all the chaos have had trouble sleeping, but I have been really struggling with sleep. And you know, if you don't sleep, your brain fog kicks in. You get a little irritable, <laughs> ask my husband. So anyway, it's it's really great to be uh, all fresh and perky this morning. And one of the things I also have realized, and I, I think I've shared this, but I'll say it again. Last year was so tough. You know, I own a gym. We've recently left the franchise we were in, and we are now Total Fitness at South River down in the Edgewater community south of Annapolis. And so I'm really excited about the new opportunities that we have in our business. But when you look back on what we went through over the past two years, it's crushed people. I talk to people who are having trouble getting back into fitness because they just don't want it. Their their spirit is down. Their energy is off. They've gained COVID 20, 30, 40, whatever it is. And people are really trying to reignite not just their, in our case, passion for fitness, but also just their mood, their joy, their hopefulness. And I think everybody feels like 2020 is hopeful. I mean, it couldn't get worse, right? We talked about that. I mean, that was the pits. So here we are back in a time where there's a newness. There's an opportunity to reinvent and recreate. So today is going to be an interesting show because I actually have with me two candidates who are going to be part of that newness. And I think they're going to win. And they're people that I I support. I enjoy their politics and, and their beliefs and, and their leadership. So, you know, take a listen. We're going to start with Bill Folden. But, you know, there's something to to be said, when I look at the redistricting and what's just occurred in Annapolis over these legislative districts, and it's also occurred for the congressional races, you guys got to get engaged and activated. And I keep saying that because your voice really does matter. And the more that you call, write, email, you know, text to the extent that you can, people in power, your voice gets across the airwaves to their ear. And it's really, really important. So let's take a a pause and let's invite Bill Folden, who is candidate for state Senate in District 4 here in the Carroll County, Annapolis, I mean, Annapolis, Carroll County and Frederick County area. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Jennifer. Oh, my gosh. It's so great to talk to you. How are you? Oh, I'm just hunky to worry about yourself. Doing great. (laughs) Loving 2020. It's it's better already. I'm telling you. Moving along. Yes, indeed. So, Bill, I know a lot of people know you. Um, I have had the pleasure of following and working alongside you in some cases, but but really following you in Annapolis. You used to be in 3B, a different Correct. district. And in the twenty yeah. yeah, 2020 election, which many of us still believe are uh, was fraught with 
fraud and uh, right. and at the very least lack of integrity. I'm hearing a little bit of a um, bleed over or maybe an echo there, Bill. So if you've got something else on. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. So the idea is that, you know, in 2020, there are still questions. And I just listened to something from Jovan and they have the evidence. They do have the evidence, whether people want to believe it or not, it exists. So um, that 2020 election, there were some integrity issues, we'll call it, around you being attacked and things like that. It was really pretty nasty. And uh, this is a blood sport, is it not? Uh, unfortunately, I was, uh, yeah, exposed in ways that I didn't really expect. And uh, it definitely has a toxicity to it. Uh, you got to have broad shoulders. Uh, and the, the problem with it is, is that there's no laws in Maryland that require people or candidates who are running for office to be truthful, quite honestly. Uh, you can slander the other person, and because you are then considered a public official, uh, there's no recourse. You can put out things, which is what happened to me. Um, I was hit with eight hit pieces the last 15 days from the Democratic Party in Annapolis, uh, and not one of them was factual, but it was all inflammatory rhetoric. Um, basically, one of them, the one that hurt me the most was that I, you know, I've been a, <clears throat> I'm a huge supporter of youth sports and the structure and discipline that go with those for our kids and, you know, just kind of getting them out of the house. Um, and I've coached for, you know, 15 plus years. And one of the things that they put out was um, a, a totally false statement that I had um, written a bill to allow more guns on in our in our schools. Uh, and actually what I had done is killed a terrible bill that they had, which would not allow our first responders um, or, you know, police officials, at least at the minimum, um, be able to carry uh, while off duty uh, to visit their kids on a college campus. And I killed that bill because I was like, this is terrible. You're going to arrest the peacekeepers for who are encouraged to carry off duty. Uh, for for visiting their child on a college campus. So that bill died. So they changed the narrative to say that I wrote a bill to allow more guns in our schools. And then on the back side of the literature, there was a clear backpack with a metal detector. And it said, with this type of radical mindset, clear backpacks won't be enough to keep our children safe. That was a very, very, I mean, that's pretty awful for someone that's been a huge supporter and advocate and a coach in our community and run youth football cheerleading lacrosse league and that's that's just a hurtful statement quite yeah honestly. it's it's nasty now it's also unethical and i think i think that this is an example where we have to stand up like they did in fairfax or loudon county against the board of ed similarly we need to go out against this radical nasty unethical behavior and say, we're not tolerating your lies and innuendos, and there's a consequence. And I think what we need to develop, I'm, I just coined it right now, ethics of candidacy. There needs to be a sanctioning that occurs. Once those lies are un, unveiled, there's a consequence. So you get in office. That's one of the things I was going to plan on doing was that was going to be like my first bill, which was going to be, you know, I was kind of labeling it uh, truthfulness in election or truth in elections so that people could believe what you're getting. Because right now, not only do we have this divisive air about our, our country, uh, but 
we're just, there's so much inflammatory rhetoric that's just kind of bolstering these fringes, and they're the ones getting all the narrative. They're the ones getting the, the media time. All right, I'm gonna and, I'm gonna edit that helpful. for you. I'm gonna edit that for you. Ready, Bill? It's yeah. got to be truth and consequences in elections. Yeah. I think that's even better. <laughs> I, I, there should be consequences. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. And, and and it was going to be my first bill when I got back down there. And then, you know, things happen. And, you know, the uh, Frederick absorbed a lot of people from, you know, Montgomery County and the, you know, Urbana and Ballinger Creek areas. And, you know, it just didn't turn out the way at that time that I was hopeful for. But th- this election integrity, though, that you're talking about, this voting integrity, it is it is paramount to a republic that is just and that is um, allowed to that is serving its citizenry appropriately, and when we water that down, everyone, regardless of your party, should be concerned because it's the only thing we've got that keeps us a, a, a free republic for you know three hundred years, nearly. You know, you're so, two hundred fifty years. You're a law enforcement officer. That's your background, and you bring that yes. lens to everything that you do. <clears throat> and I think that's so important for for us as citizens to have representation from from the blue in yep. legislature because you bring that balance. Otherwise, you have people who are defense attorneys and def- and frankly uh, of the mindset of defending people who are frankly criminals. I, I hate to say it, but yes. you know, you know. Yes. Who who's on the other side going? No, 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 no. So I want to go back to this idea, though, of ethics of in, of candidacy and sanctioning mm-hmm. people when they are found to have lied, and maybe yeah. unseating them. Because I I think what we haven't done well here is is stand up to the corruption and the uh, the um, what do I want to say? inauthentic behavior and the unethical behavior in a way that says there is a consequence. And if you are found to have done these things, we're going to hold you to account. And that could mean either a do over on the election, if it's egregious enough or sanctioning you or unseating you and just giving it to the guy who should have won. Well, in some of those, so it's not necessarily always this is the this is why it's got to be why I even like your statement more so about the truth and consequences, because sometimes it's not the other candidate. OK, sometimes it's these political action committees or these other groups that will go out there and they'll find something that they want to make inflammatory. And then they'll just pay because they have deeper pockets to do that. They'll pay to distribute the the mailers or, or the advertisements and. There is there is zero consequences right now. That's concerning that we're actually electing people by people that are spreading untruths. Well, that's election. That's election it. interference. I mean, that really is election interference. It's a form yeah, of it, but, right? Go ahead. I, and I guess it's the semantics of how you got how we can argue that. But I think it's important that we that you know the one thing we need as a republic to continue to survive as a free democracy is the idea that the things that are being put out to us and that are being advertised, and this is kind of what we went through. Think about what we went through with all the the things that were happening during the 2020 election um, with Biden and Trump, where the news source, depending on what you watched, could take the same issue. And there was some 
pretty uh, impressively fraudulently twisting of words. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, and it's pretty bad. It is bad. And let things. me say this because we're going to go to a break just a minute, and I, sure. I want to make sure I get everything in with you because um, I, yeah. I know you peeled some time away for, from your family for me, so I really appreciate it. When we look at this idea of election integrity, there's so many levels to it. But if a candidate, if the DNC steps in and starts dumping a bunch of money in a race, the candidate Mm -hmm. knows. The candidate has the opportunity to say, you know what, we're not doing that. They can step up as a leader of integrity and say, I'm not participating. So they are, they are definitely, what's that? That's not what they want in Annapolis. They want somebody that's going to press that green button. I understand, but who's running the race? The DNC or the local candidate representing those people? Who's running the race? I agree. The DNC in Washington or the candidate in Three Bay who's representing the people? This is what I'm saying. It's so screwed up. Okay, that's all right. We're going to have you back because I know we're going to have on Jordana in just a minute. What I'd like to tell people is how they can support you. You have my endorsement. I think you're great. I appreciate it. And I like the other candidates. You know, there's another candidate I really like. But you bring that experience, and I I have to say that's so important to me right now that we have people in there who have demonstrated leadership and integrity. So how can people support you, Bill? Well, I mean, they can go to uh, foldenforsenate.com, and that's the number four. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook at William Folden, F-O-L-D-E-N. And there's, you know, other ways to, you know, if they want signs or, or if they're willing to donate, all of it's appreciated. It take, Unfortunately, that's the society we live in, that it takes a lot of this uh, to – it takes money to win a campaign. All right, one um, last thing. So this is for Se- Senate District 4. Has it been jerry-rigged, and do you have any concern that you won't get reelected? I mean, that, the, no, that a Republican actually, won't – yeah. Go ahead. So basically what they've done is they have absorbed um, the by the legislature's map. They've taken Urbana and, and Ballinger for the most part um, and absorbed them into the city. So what they've done is they have secured um, for the future that that will be four Democratic seats regardless by the breakdown of, if you look at the numbers of registered voters. Yeah, in other words, the young seat that's up for uh, replacement will probably be, be, will probably be uh, a a Democrat. Democrat. Now, now listen, all you Democrats who are listening, I know we have so many, all you Democrats who are listening or, or people who have friends who are Democrats, listen, this is not about Republican and Democrat anymore. It's about great leadership in the right seats, doing the right thing at the right time. So just because somebody's a Democrat doesn't mean you should vote for them if you're a democrat i mean let's and i feel the same way as a republican by the way you got to get the right Right. people who have integrity back in these legislative roles all right bill god bless you have a great day have fun with your family thank you for all you're doing and we really appreciate your service hey back the blue back the blue bye Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with Jordana Schifanelli, candidate for lieutenant governor, running with Dan Cox. We'll be right back. Success. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Has she called? Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and and uh, that was a great conversation with Bill Folden, candidate for state senate and 
Um, somebody, I, I, and I'm, I know there was a lot of talk over, we, we only had a few minutes. We will have Bill back. We'll talk further about it. But I want to say something. This idea that when it, at all cost, and, and, and do whatever to win is disgusting. When the candidate has that kind of money coming into a district against them, it's coming from the party, not the people. And you as a voter have to discern the difference. What's their motivation? What's their message? And is it truthful? You have to be discerning today and cut through the BS and get to the straight of it and know people for who they are. And honestly, the best way you're going to know, I think, is meet the candidate, go to events where they are, shake them shake their hand, look them, shake them, shake, shake their hand and look them in the eyeball and be able to say, what does your gut tell you? Now, politicians are pretty good at saying, um, let's see, shellacking over uh, personality flaws to win you. I mean, that's that's the whole kiss the babies thing. Right. But, you know, you you as voters, we as voters have to be discerning on these leaders to know whether or not what they're saying or what the people around them are saying about them is true because there's so much misinformation out there. Okay.